Nothing good in your dental office, in your dental life, in your dental day happens without this. My name is Paul, Dr. Nacho, and this is case acceptance. This is patients saying, okay, I will do this dental thing that you are talking about. Once that happens, a lot of good stuff happens. You get to help the patient chew and smile with confidence. You get to produce the dentistry you enjoy doing and helps your office run as a business. But case acceptance is often not taught in school. And by often, I mean it is not taught in school. And then after school, many dentists spend hours learning how to do, but not enough hours learning how to say. As Dr. Nacho, I want to help you with case acceptance chips, things that you can do daily to improve your treatment plan acceptance. We're going to talk about the type of patient that is coming to your office today. There are hundreds, thousands, hundreds of thousands of patients like this that we can help over the next decade. And these are patients who don't have any teeth or are about to not have any teeth. People who've had teeth and their teeth have failed. Number one case acceptance chip, don't say failed. Say can't maintain. Fail, so negative, that doesn't make a person feel good. Your teeth have failed. Instead say, it doesn't make sense to maintain these teeth because too much bone shrinkage, too many cavities, too many teeth have broken. So so patients coming to your office that don't have any teeth now or about to not have any teeth are going to grow, which represents an opportunity for more health, more production, and more fun. But the case acceptance part, that's the biggest challenge. So I want to review with you a patient that I am going to see today and how I'm going to share with her first a list of concerns, not what's wrong with her teeth, a list of concerns. This patient, the list of concerns for this patient is advanced bone shrinkage, a lot of bone shrinkage. The dental term for that is periodontal disease. The patient-friendly term for that is bone shrinkage. Multiple missing teeth. The best way to describe to a patient when there's multiple missing teeth is that your your teeth work like a team and they're missing a number of their teammates. And the ones that are there have to work harder. And when those teammates work harder, these are the things that happen just like real teammates on a field. They get tired and stressed and break down. So you get to a point with this patient where you share the concerns about their teeth, that they're not maintainable. Don't say hopeless, also another very dramatic term that doesn't make anyone feel good. It doesn't make sense to maintain these teeth. So first, phase one, part one, the starter step, is to remove the remaining teeth. Remove the remaining teeth on the top, not maxilla. Remove the remaining teeth on the bottom, not mandible. Remove the remaining remaining teeth on the upper, not maxilla. Remove the remaining remaining teeth on the on the lower, not mandible or bottom. So say bottom or lower, top or upper, patient-friendly terms. So I will review with this patient and I have focused segments to my discussion. I don't want the patient to become mentally overwhelmed and confused by me delivering too much technical information or too much information at once. So the first segment, the first step, remove the remaining teeth and preserve the bone, not bone grafting, preserve the bone. We will also make short-term 
dentures, short-term dentures. Here's a golden nacho tip. Dentures without implants are for smiling, not chewing. Dentures without implants are for smiling, not chewing. So when we remove the remaining teeth and preserve the bone and make short-term dentures, Mrs. Smith, what you can use these dentures for are for smiling and looking like you have teeth if you go to a party, to work, go somewhere where you need to look like you have teeth, but they are not going to work or function or chew like teeth. This, the key to all this is me, not Dr. Nacho, managing expectations. When you manage expectations up front, the patient thinks you are informing them, sharing. When you say later, they think you're apologizing or making an excuse. I learned that in dental school from an amazing pediatric dentist. Great tip. So segment one, remove remaining teeth, preserve bone, make short-term removable dentures. Another tip, always be sharing what the teeth are like. So if they're removable, say that a lot. Short-term removable dentures that come in and out. Dentures without implants are for smiling, not chewing. Then, Mrs. Smith, you will go through a healing period. The bone, just like cement sitting around a mailbox post, tell a story they can understand, needs to set and harden. At that time, we will take a special three-dimensional x-ray. Don't need to say CBCT. They don't know what that is. You do. Three-dimensional x-ray to show here's the magic words, how tall the bone is and how wide the bone is, how tall the bone is and how fat the bone is. Because if we are going to use dental implants, you may have heard of dental implants. They're super cool. You can use them to build teeth, hold in teeth. This is where you're introducing that dental implants are a thing. Calling them titanium roots is another good patient-friendly term. So we will take this 3D, three-dimensional x-ray so we can create a game plan for you. So we can create a treatment plan. Now, since we're sitting here and you might be saying, what might this treatment plan be like after this happens? Let me share my thoughts with you. But I want to make sure that you understand that the final plan, the long-term plan, actually don't say final, say long-term, long-term plan is going to be based on how tall and fat the bone is. We're going to find that out after the bone preservation has healed. But I will share with you my thoughts. I just want you to be okay with we need, we need to make some changes or modifications in this plan. So then in an excited way, I share after everything's healed, dental implants are so cool. We can use dental implants to build you snap in and out teeth or teeth that stay in all the time. Snap in and out teeth are called removable. Teeth that stay in all the time are called fixed. So right up front, I make a, I make a fork in the, in the treatment planning road. Removable versus fixed. Snap in and out staying all the time. I don't promise either one of these. I'm just sharing about the treatment plan. Then I will say we will use four to six titanium roots, dental implants on the top and the bottom to build these teeth, the snap in and out or the stay in all the time, the snap in and out or stay in all the time. For the purposes of this podcast, I'm not going to uh, go into all the pros and cons, heads up, good parts and challenges. Don't say pro. I, instead of saying pros and cons, I say good parts and challenges. I'll give you a quick tip here. For a snap in and out teeth, removable teeth, the good part is you can take those out to clean Mrs. Smith, Smith underneath the sink. That's pretty easy. It's like when you can vacuum your floor, not under the couch, the floor, you can see it. These staying all the time teeth, those have challenges with cleaning. You have to get underneath the couch to get those clean. But for the snap in and out, the challenges are they have the potential 
to pop out. Now, we create snaps that keep them stable, but I am sharing the reality of snapping and out versus staying all the time, teeth. For this patient here, I'm going to review segment one, which we call get healthy, preserve the bone, removable short-term dentures. Get healthy, preserve the bone, removable short-term dentures. Step two, segment two, phase two, is rebuild teeth. Rebuild teeth. Now, after segment one, you get confirmation, buy-in on segment one, answer the questions. You move to segment two, the stories for segment two are still based on that 3D x-ray, but if you say we'll find out later, a lot of times you're going to lose patient momentum. So I will share with the patient that we can do snap in and out teeth with dental implants, stay in all the time teeth with dental implants, or if we do no dental implants, Mrs. Smith, and we do dentures without implants, I want to remind you that dentures without implants are for smiling, not chewing with confidence. Now, some of you dentists that are listening, when I like all my dental nachos and dentists and humans might be saying, but I make dentures and patients don't complain and top dentures are okay. Think about the most. Think about the most when you're telling a story. Yes, a top denture can suction cup up to the roof of the mouth, but if they were to bite into a hoagie, would that stay stable? Also, while the top denture may stay put with suction, if they have a bottom denture without implants, that will float around. Explain that. The muscles of the, of the lower part, lower part of your jaw, are very strong. They knock it out of position. So you can take an extremely complex situation like I've done here. People who are not about to not have any teeth, review the list of concerns with the patient, create segment one and segment two, starter step and next step, get healthy, preserve bone, short-term dentures, followed by rebuild teeth. You're telling a story in an excited way. Now, two more tips before we finish. One magic tip is when you review a menu, and especially when you're talking about money, Patients must say, it's going to be too expensive, it's going to be too much. You can say to the patient, hey, even if you decide to do nothing, we can still be friends. Even if you decide to do nothing, we can still be friends. It's a funny comment that diffuses the tension. Put yourself in the patient's shoes. They are about to have to spend a lot of money on their teeth, and they don't want to do that. Have compassion for that, but I have total confidence in what I'm offering to the patient helps the patient more than it helps me. Total confidence in my team, total confidence in the treatment. When you have total confidence that what you are sharing, what you are selling helps the patient more than it helps you, it comes off as genuine and authentic. I respect if they're going to pay 10, 20, 30, $40,000, but I will say this to the patient. And these are some of the ways to increase case acceptance. Would you like to see a video of a patient who's had this done? Can I share with you some photos of a patient who was just like you, concerned, not sure, and they are happy that they did it. And the one thing that they say is I should have done this sooner. So hopefully these case acceptance chips, this opportunity for us to help more patients produce more patient-centered dentistry, have more fun has helped you. If you would like to be part of our next case acceptance program and learn how you can increase case acceptance, just text CHIPS to 215 543 6454, text CHIPS to 215-543-6454, or email salsa at dentalnachos.com. 
if you're driving or working out while you're listening to this and you didn't hear any of that, just visit dentalnachos.com and ask about our next case acceptance chips program. If I am able to help you, the dentist and the team, talk to patients in a way where they accept more treatment, we can help so many more people.